Welcome to the Movie Complex Channel Podcast. Here, I review streaming TV shows and movies so that you don't have to. Your time is precious and you don't have time to waste it. So each week, I'll review a TV show or a movie and give you a bite-sized review. Now let's jump into the review. My name is a Korean TV series streaming on Netflix. It's a crime noir action thriller about a girl named Jiwoo who is on a mission to avenge her father's death. She must put her trust in a powerful crime boss and enter the police force under his direction. But before we start the review, things are opening up and people are driving like nutcases. The best thing you can do to protect yourself is to have a dash cam. If you have a dash cam when something goes wrong, you have video footage of the person that caused the accident, someone driving dangerously, and evidential proof of what happened to your car. Well, while that's a great reason for a dash cam, a more fun reason to have one is if you're a YouTuber. Dash cams are great for capturing on-the-road footage or driving interviews. Right now, Rexing USA is having a great deal on 4K dash cams. Click the best 4K dash cam affiliate link down below to get your dash cam deal. Now, back to the review. This series gives me Infernal Affairs meets Kate. Infernal Affairs follows a police officer who has infiltrated a crime syndicate and a triad member from the same gang who has infiltrated the police force. This movie is fantastic and has a sequel and threequel or third installment. They are all fantastic and should be watched if you haven't seen them already. In fact, Martin Scorsese remade this film franchise into his 2006 film, The Departed. Now, I have my own feelings about The Departed. The Hong Kong version is dear to my heart because of my love for Hong Kong cinema. I still love Infernal Affairs way more than The Departed. Aside from that, I've watched episodes 1, 2, and 3 because they're that good. Every episode ends on a cliffhanger and the storyline keeps you hooked. In episode 1, we follow the life of Jiwoo as a high schooler whose life is falling apart because her father is a wanted fugitive and is in hiding from the police. She's being bullied, hounded by the police, and with no mother in her life, she's left to manage the situation on her own. This is where the audience can relate to Jiwoo and sympathize with her situation. When her father finally calls her, she lets out all the emotions she's been keeping inside her and scorns him for ruining her life. This breaks her father's heart and despite being on the run, he goes to her to comfort her. As he puts his keys in the door to see his daughter, he is murdered in the doorway and left to die. This is a powerful inciting incident and gets the ball rolling for the story. As the viewer, we are fully invested and want to see Jiwoo get whoever murdered her father. She enlists the help of her father's friend and crime boss Choi Mu Jin to help her on her mission. And now we are full swing into the story. So far so good, I love episodes 1 through 3. They are action packed and super violent because what do you expect from a Korean underworld crime thriller? My movie's intuition though is rearing its ugly head because right now I can foresee that Choi Mu Jin has definitely something to do with her father's death and I can't for the life of me put all of my trust in his character. Even though the distrust is there, I can't help but see him as this badass crime boss uncle who gets shit done. Is it bad that I kinda want him to succeed also? 
I mean, he's a businessman, frightening leader, and is helping our main character achieve her goal, even though doing so benefits him as well. I love his character to the fullest, and I find his stoic and serious demeanor kinda sexy. I don't foresee the writers pairing Choi and Jiwoo as lovers, but if they did, I wouldn't necessarily be mad at that. I know that sounds really problematic, but the chemistry is there. Choi also has a business manager that could become a problem for Jiwoo because she's very perceptive and appears to want to be Choi's woman. If she gets any indication that Jiwoo is in her way, that could definitely be a problem. I do see Teju becoming a problem later on in the series. He questioned Jiwoo's loyalty and doesn't trust her at all. He thinks she shouldn't be in the syndicate and he's probably right. I could see Teju as a love interest, but I know they won't go there because the writers definitely have someone else in mind for that role. Pivotal objects are appearing in the series and have great importance. The knife that Choi gives Jiwoo is important because I know story-wise it has a story and may be the instrument of Choi's downfall. Also, the gun that was used to kill her father keeps appearing in the story, and like Choi's knife, I know it has a backstory, and the person that used it is probably someone close to Choi and Jiwoo. I thought Ganje was a good character and would be like a senpai or older mentor for her, but that's not in his cards at all. He has big ambitions and you can already see them coming to fruition by the third episode. As a police officer, Jiwoo is paired with a cop named Pildu that starts off hating her because she ruined a six-month investigation. It is here where I think the writers will make him the love interest and that will throw a wedge between Jiwoo and Choi. You can't serve two masters and Pildu being a good guy and Jiwoo caring for a hardened criminal, I can see where her heartstrings will really get pulled. If the writers are worth their grain of salt, they will exploit that plot and string it along for as far into the season as they can. There are so many ways this storyline can go and I'm excited to see what the writers do with this series. So, at first glance, I'm really enjoying my name and I can't wait to see where this series goes. I'm really liking the characters, the storyline, and all the crazy bloody action. I give my name an enthusiastic 9 out of 10. If you like South Korean crime noir or action thrillers, this should definitely be on your to-watch list. I've already been watching the show in 3 episode chunks, so I'll continue to do episodes 4, 5, and 6, and then 7 and 8 to finish it off. I'm also going to round up the last few episodes of Squid Game that my podcasters are really enjoying at the moment, and I'll throw up my review for animated film Vivo. I don't really know which one I'll queue up first, but in any case, I'll see you next Monday. Thank you for listening to the Movie Complex Channel podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, download, and share episodes so that I know you enjoyed it. See you next week.